Welcome back to the favorite fantasy football YouTube channel, First Choice Fantasy. And today, we're going to do a quick little video about our first choice favorites for the 2021 fantasy football season. Otherwise known as flagpoles. Isn't that right, Ed? AKA flagpole. 2020 was a weird year for a lot of people, especially us. So, yeah, we were playing the flagpoles last year in case you missed it. Uh, Don't check it out. But check this out and check out the future videos that will be coming out. But today we do have the first choice favorites, uh, three players each. Uh, really just uh, Alex, explain what they are. We're, this is this is where we get the chance a few days before the season to say, you know what? These three guys, I like them. They're going to do better than expected. They're my guys I'm standing by them. And then I'm going to ship them out by week three when they've already disappointed me. No, but we're going to pretend to the end. stand by them. This yeah, is like a Francis. marriage of fantasy yes. football players. If you liked it, you should have put a ring oh, on it. Beyonce saying it best. Play. We're going to go with it. Shout out Beyonce. I would happily marry Cooper Cup if he wanted to. I'm not even gay. I mean, it's money, man. <laughs> I get to go <laughs> watch good. football. And, and think about it. The Rams oh, don't man. have anyone got so many I have like eight seats to myself. In LA? Just, yeah, yeah, and you're living in LA now. Red free. Maybe. I don't know. And nah. <laughs> And Cups just along for the ride. I mean, I don't think he'd really care. <laughs> Conversation topic. Let's uh, let's, let's start it off. All right, someone else go first. You Obviously go first. Not. You literally just said your. <laughs> I know that. That's why we're just moving on. Cooper Cup, bro. You want to hear something? We're gonna keep this real simple. Guess okay. how many touchdowns he had in 2019 when he was a wide receiver? One. Ten. Well, Guess how many? Wide- uh... Ten. Guess how many touchdowns he had last year when he was wide receiver two? Three. Three. Is that number going to be three next year? Hell no. 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 Okay, that's it. That's the argument. My only concern with him is just, and this is just with Stafford and his can he stay healthy. And we've had this discussion a lot. But if if Stafford stays healthy, my God, that offense is going to run through the pass and I've used the word run because they're going to be passing. <laughs> run <laughs> through the pass. Counterintuitive. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, if he stays I like, healthy, I mean, this I'm looking for them. They've oh, talked about taking more shots now that they have a guy who can actually do that. Oh, man. My man's good everywhere. He's going to have a better year. Oh, man. I think, I think Stafford's going to have a nice little year for sure. I don't know about Cup, though, because he's going to draft the same range as Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods stonks is through the roof. I think Robert Woods will finish above Cooper Cup, but I understand your liking of Cooper Cup because the offense is going to be very I mean, A1 if their touchdowns year. just flip-flop again, then it'll be Cup is one and Woods is two. Yeah. Like and, it was and in that happened, that flip-flop last year. I don't see it happening because we got Sony Michelle getting it. touchdowns. Well, maybe. <laughs> hey, hey, wrong video. Good point. Good point. All right, Brandon, Brandon we're going to skip you because you disagreed with my decision and not let you go first. So, Ed, why don't you uh, talk about your guy? Oh, guys, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. The quarterback won playing flagpole. And it's going to look really good starting. Like, your guys will be watching this video, like, first couple weeks, I would assume. Probably the first week, I would assume. But uh, the first couple weeks is going to look A1 since day one type thing, just like he did last year. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be really fire from day one. And uh, first couple of weeks might tail off like he did last year, but I do expect big things all year long. Enough points to put him as a quarterback. He's not going to get hurt. My guy. 
Wasn't yeah, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder injury. Yeah, and that's kind of like tough because, like, you know, when you throw the ball, that's like your yeah. shoulder. And just your ability to run and take hits, you're probably. Yeah, I mean, I run. I kind of use my my arm as a crush when I'm sprinting really yeah. fast. I kind of like a dog. Call it like Same. the hybrid. Start yeah. crawling sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And you get really low that way. Yeah. And how many Flow is it riding. easier for you to get tackled that way? You, I'm assuming considering you're your a knees lot of are already shots, touching so the ground, wow, I would say so yeah, you're more... it's probably very easy for you to get tackled. Yeah, probably. That's true. Just think about it. I mean, if you get really good at it, shut up, Brandon. Who you got? Lavishka, she naughty. Come on, I had to say it. <laughs> Come get out there, Lavishka Chenault is going to be a beast. I can't hear you. I'll be back when the section's in. Just give me the point. Lawrence, he's a rookie. Who cares? LaVisca Chenault, that offense is going to be uh, flowing. It's, it's going to be a good year for, I think, all of the pass catchers. But I think Chenault's going to really hit it hard this year. And also, I mean, not to, you know, say anyone's benefiting from a dude getting hurt, but mm. Travis Etienne getting hurt is a little bit beneficial to LaVisca's game. So, yeah. LaVisca's I was going to bring a point up, kind of kind of to help you, but kind of also another very dark thing you don't want to say anybody benefited from. But, like, I think the offense may have benefited from Travis Etienne being injured. Fantasy-wise, this is this yeah. is this, this is the logic behind it to me. So we've seen Trevor Lawrence, obviously, just preseason games. But his final preseason game with James Robinson, he looked like a like a star, like Trevor Lawrence should be, right? And supposedly, you know, I read tweets. That's what I do. That's my analysis to bring to you. So I read, I read tweets about uh, beat writers saying that James Robinson is a better pass blocker, been able to call out blitz and stuff like that for Trevor Lawrence in the backfield, which is obviously helpful for Trevor Lawrence, gives him more time in the pocket, keeps him stable in the mind. It's going to be helpful because their line sucks. Exactly. So, I mean, I think – I think the injury, albeit serious as hell, um, it kind of helped the offense just a tad bit, I would say. And uh, obviously, we'll see how it works. But, yeah, I don't feel as – I do feel a little scary, scared about this offense just because Urban Meyer. But, I mean – That line. And the line, that too, yeah. Yeah. Eh, I, don't I know. mean, just because he's bad at everything else Worries doesn't me. mean he's bad at, vibes. you know, in-game coaching. Just because he's bad at everything else. He's bad at everything. I think, yeah. I think usage would be the fear that he'd just be doing stupid shit. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But uh, LaVisca, I can dig it. He's, he's good. I had a whole video spiel about him this offseason, so I, I definitely don't disagree. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Alex, go I, ahead for your second yeah. my guy. Damian Harris. I think a little bit underlooked on the RB market, but I'm, I'm buying it. I don't think he's going to have a pass catching role. I don't give a shit. I think he's going to be their, like their main back. And that's a team that loves to run the ball. Obviously Mac Jones is going to be stealing a lot of touchdowns and like, they got a good line. They're going to run the ball. That's this is Belichick. He's going to run the ball, especially with a rookie quarterback. Like Jones can be solid, but do not expect that to be like fucking aerial salt out there. They're going to be running the ball, and a lot of it's going to go to him. So, that's it. That's yeah, he's pretty undervalued. Isn't he getting drafted around like Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds range, too? Probably. I'll like take him over both like of them. Mid, Mid-20s range. Yeah, I mean. My only knock on Harris was that he kind of got the workload 
from week seven RB28. to week 14. And then again, you have Cam, you know, vulturing uh, red zone rushes and whatnot. He only had two touchdowns on the whole year. So with Cam being gone, that was something to me I felt like Cam leaving was the best thing with this offense. And I mean, from a fantasy standpoint, yeah. And I'm just going to jump into my next pick just because we're flowing in that direction. Just the Patriots offense in general is my next pick. I feel like Mac Jones is going to have a pretty good rookie season. I think the weapons and Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, I think they're going to have a very solid year. And this isn't to say they're all going to turn out being superstars. This is to say they're all going to beat their ADPs. And that's what I'm primarily putting my flagpole in. I think Mac Jones will. He's currently quarterback 22. And, you know, I think Damian Harris, like Alex said, he's going to beat his ADP. You've got both the tight ends. What's that? So give me the third name. I thought you were going to position. Go ahead. Jacoby. Yep. Jacoby Myers. I think he's going to, you know, I, I, I like the tight ends a lot here too. I think Janu and uh, the other dude, Henry is going to have a solid year. (laughs) Yeah. My main dudes, Janu. I've liked them since Tennessee because I love Delaney Walker and I, you know, I want Janu to be the next Delaney, but. That's besides the point. They're going to beat their ADPs. They're going to over outplay what we think of them now. Well, Patriots offense. Thank you for cutting Cam. You just talked about the tight end, Johnny Smith, right? I'm going to talk about my second first choice favorite, and it's going to be also a tight end, which is no surprise. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, George Kittle is my tight end one this year. I'm comfortable drafting him in the second round above both Kelsey and Waller if they fall in the second round. I'd rather have Kittle on my roster than Kelsey and uh, Waller, especially at their costs. Kittle, Kittle, yeah, Kittle's going, what, like third round? Late second, early third, yeah, sometimes he, even he late third. Fell. Yeah, he's falling. People are so sketched out about the offense as a whole, and I understand it, but, like, it's George Kittle. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And adding the fact that, I mean – so a couple, couple dots here, right? He's going to finish tight end one because of multiple reasons. Trey Lance going to be popping in soon. That offense is going to be booming. Uh, big plays left and right. Easy-ass schedule as well. They played one of the hardest schedules for the past like four or five years, uh, offensively speaking. And uh, they have one of the easiest or the easiest possibly pass defense schedule, according to last year, obviously. But, uh, you know, it's nice to see a jump from 32nd to 1st. Um, Solid. Target. Target competition is still there, obviously, but I feel like that kind of takes the attention off of George as well. And uh, the fact that the run game is going to be so malicious this year, I think, with Trey Sermon and uh, Trey Lance when he does come in. And then I, I brought up this, this like, theory, right? Running quarterbacks, they like tight ends, especially running quarterbacks that don't really have, like, the best arm, like, as far as accuracy. You know what I mean? Lamar Jackson, case in point right there, right? Yeah. Mark Andrews, he likes him in the center of the field. He doesn't really throw to the outside of the fields. But he runs and he gets out of the pocket, dumps it right back to the middle of the field. George yeah. Kittle is going to be that guy. He's going to be in the middle field for Trey Lance. Um, Jimmy G is obviously lean on him multiple times in the past couple of years. And, uh, yeah, in the third round, I don't 
circumstances do, I guess, scare a lot of people in the public, but I think they kind of, if you look at them a different way, it just, they look so much more better than previous years. So I like George Kittle a lot this year. He's my favorite. I like it. I like that. I like Kittle. He just plays so violently that it scares me. Yeah. That's going to benefit him one time, man. Maybe that won't benefit him. That might get him in jail like a fellow tight end. But, uh, Hope not that bad. All right, I'm uh, gonna move on to my catching felonies out there. Receives opposite. (laughs) I don't care. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. I love him for this year. I think you're getting a potential pre-steal at his current. I know he's like probably like low twenties ish ADP, but I think he can. Let me let me find RB nineteen. That's that's creeping up. I like to see it. I. My my thing is with him. I, I think he's 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 a stud. He's he's not much of a pass catcher. He's got brick hands and that sucks. But he's a fucking stud as a rusher. He averaged five point three yards per carry last year behind our completely injured offensive line. And now all of those guys are fully healthy. And you can put an asterisk behind that side that if you want. But you know what? They're healthy right now, so I'm sticking with it. And I expect this coach to actually give him the ball, unlike the last coach who just like refused to. So, I'm I'm feeling it this year. I was I was iffy in the off season, but the closer we get to the year, I mean, the line's healthy. It seems like they want to give him the ball. He was productive with Hurts in a small sample last year. I'm I'm taking. It. Yeah, I I'm can not stand ag- by that. Yeah, I'm not against it. Uh, I, I do think he'll have, like I said uh, before we start recording, he's going to have his gash plays like he has all the time, the big boom plays, and then he has his carries where he goes for two yards, and who knows when those big carries are going to come. But they do come pretty often, I would say, for him. And the offense, offensive line obviously being back is great for him. Having a mobile quarterback there is also great for him for the you know benefit of more efficient running. I just don't know about the entire offense as a whole. I don't know about the whole head coaching change. They brought in Kenny Gainwell. Boston Scott wants to get carries now, and it's like, I don't know. It's a little – for RB19, that might not be too bad, especially since, I mean, I don't know. The people you're drafting around there are pretty bad as well. But uh, I guess talent in this situation may just win out, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I can dig it, especially since we talked about it before in the offseason, I believe. Me and Brandon were in on him, and we were talking about, like, possibility of being RB1 or something like that. I've been more kinda... in on him as it's – so I was, again, I was, hesit- I was hesitant because – Jeffrey Lurie has just the Eagles owner has just mandated running like not running the ball like he wants to pass and I get it it's passing league but like at some point you've got to run the fucking ball like it's still part of the game it's still successful and like you do it right and I expect them to do it a little more this year just based on like Sirianni and some of the things he said and some of their actions like holding Sanders out of the preseason for the most part I I think they plan on using him and like seeing the line fully healthy gives me a lot more confidence because if all of those, if if Brandon Brooks is back and he's healthy and if Lane Johnson's back and he's healthy and he's starting, that's a top five line. And like our schedule should be easier because we were shitty last year. So like I I expect them to have some success in the run game. I expect them to want to run the ball and to be able to do it efficiently with Sanders. Yeah, I might be overthinking it. I should probably just let athlete take over more often than I mean, the dude's a monster when he actually gets the ball. Like we've just had issues with like figuring that part out. 
think well, we have to be the year just where... think about it less, you know, less thinking, more athlete takeover, less letting, less letting the owner decide our play sheet, and yeah. more letting the That's coaches right. you hire to call plays actually call plays. But I don't know if this was just my Eagles fandom coming out, but last season I feel like we ran at the worst times and passed at the worst times and just didn't do anything well. Like or we like to run the ball in the just, first half successfully and then not run the and ball then just at all stop in the second completely. Half. <laughs> yeah, it, we I just feel like there was just mm-hmm. this huge like he just didn't had a very bad year. Yeah, it's just not I feel like the play calling was not good. Everything Carson was Wentz wasn't playing well. The line being hurt. It was just a crazy year. Hopefully, just the health comes back. I mean, I feel like this is the most healthy we've been going into a season. Basically, every, like every year we since co- prior to the Super the year, Bowl, even then they were injured. So. so, I mean, they can stay healthy. healthy like you said, <laughs> I mean, Sanders could fly up the board. Yeah. Brandon, what you got? Who you? I got, I got Marquez Callaway. He's I, I've been really uh I've been oh, really Brandon went from not knowing who this guy was like a month ago. I was so telling Ed at this, the top of his list. I know? was telling Ed this the other day. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. I mean, this is a podcast, sure. Just tell everyone. I was <laughs> I, I started hearing about Callaway like going off in the preseason <laughs> game and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm looking at these notifications and I was just like, why is everyone going all up in flames about this guy? Like, and I, this whole time, like days later, I was thinking it was Antonio Callaway (laughs) this whole time. And then I was watching different highlights of all the games that happened. And then I watched the Saints highlights, and then I saw it wasn't Antonio Callaway, and I was like, "No, this guy looks so no." <laughs> but no, he's going into year two, and if you think about it, just think about it. Jameis Winston spent all last year playing with the backups. Marquez Callaway was a backup. They were getting all the reps. They've been, uh, they've been really, you know. They're trained for this. Yeah, they've been getting a connection. They've been training. The Saints clearly could tell those two were the future. And you're starting off the year, best case scenario, with Michael Thomas being out for six games. Not for him, but for Callaway, obviously. (laughs) And even when Thomas comes back, I don't think it's a negative thing at all. I feel like once they get a rapport through those six games – I think Thomas will only – he'll only make it stronger because he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to take attention from the defense. And I think it's going to leave Callaway to really break out even further. Uh, I don't know. I think Callaway Honestly, is a stud. That first, the first thing you said uh, is probably the smartest thing I've ever heard Callaway? you say. No, 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 no. About the practice uh, last year. <laughs> last year with the practice reps. I'm going to give you a round of applause for that one. I didn't expect yeah. that out of you. I thought about I was, that. That's solid. That's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Yeah. And uh, definitely makes it sense. It just means I won't hit you with a bat for this good thing. 
<laughs> you know it's uh, good. And you know Bro, it. you didn't you even add it. anything to it. It, it, it. Like, something's good when you take the name and bring it in something else. You literally yeah. just split his last name and added a Y. That's it. You you didn't even change his first name. <laughs> she nod. It doesn't even make any sense. What does that yeah. have to do with anything? LaVisca can be a girl LaVisca's name clearly or a guy name. name. <laughs> I've never even heard of that until this time. I've guy. never heard. <laughs> I mean, neither. But... The only LaVisca I know. All right, all right, all right. Ed, who's your third? Javate Williams, the running back all on the Denver Broncos. <laughs> he, uh, he's what? Uh, I'm actually pulling up the numbers real quick. So it's about two. Gordon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's competing with Melvin Gordon of all people. Uh, the Melvin offense Gordon probably not going to be. Javante and his dreams. Yeah, and probably not going to be seen. Javante running past him. The offense probably going to be. Bad, I would assume. Honestly, not no. Hey, 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 chill. Calm down. Solid. Not so, average. It'll be average, and uh, scoring opportunities will be few. I would assume. But Existing. They will exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is with Javante Williams is he's better than Melvin Gordon, and uh, this man Teddy Bridgewater out here comparing him to uh, Alvin Kamara is a good thing for him and his fantasy stock. And he's going in about the sixth or seventh round of fantasy drafts, getting drafted after people like Damian Harris, uh, Ronald Jones, I believe, Trey Sermon, possibly, probably. Um, but, yeah, I like I like, I, I like Javante Williams. going as an RB, like, 29, maybe something like that. And that's a great uh, upside piece. And I think – I said this earlier on in the offseason. I think, um, you know, he's going to get his reps early on, but I think in due time he will take over in the season. See, he might be think... one of those dudes like Akers last year or even yeah. like Dobbins where maybe you could snag him after a few games if like the current owner is like – Tired of him. Just like feeling impatient. Yeah. I'm planning on snagging him in uh, most of my drafts and just hold on to him because, I mean, obviously you could do what, what you just said. It makes much more sense, but I want the security of knowing when I have this stud because I know he's going to be a stud. And uh, he's going to help you a lot in the fantasy football playoffs. So uh, why the hell would you not take that shot in the seventh round of fantasy drafts? I'm all in. I feel like he reminds me of – wasn't Jonathan Taylor being drafted or like late last season? Was he not? I think no. he was going in. He was like third About the same. or second. Really? I, I think it was third or was second. I remember doing a draft where I got him in like the sixth-ish. So that, Six? There is a rookie running back from last season that I'm I, – I, I thought it was Taylor. Maybe this guy's for shitty, so I don't know. I don't but I, I was feel, – I'm feeling like – I don't know. Just dudes, rookie running backs are, like, super valuable because I feel like most of the time if they're not drafted in the first round, like Najee, you're typically not drafting them in, like, the second, third round. So when you've got dudes like Javante who, yeah, you're going to have to wait a while, but just draft dudes that maybe you're not so confident He's one that they're going to last the whole season. RB25, half PPRs, Chase Edmonds, and then most, and then Williams. Exactly. So, I mean, my strategy would be, you know, take your dudes you're typically taking on the top of the draft. Maybe take a risky pick and, like, a dude you aren't confident in them playing the whole year, and then just pick up Javante later, and then you've got, you know, I, I, well, for an example, too. I took Chris Carson. 
I like Chris Carson, but I'm not super confident he can last the full season. So I took Devontae later. So now I've got Chris Carson, who I think will have a strong start of the year. And then I've got Devontae, who will hopefully take over the starting carries with Melvin. But I did the same thing with my with my league I'm in. I took Dalvin the first round, obviously, because why not? Um, and then I waited on running back, and I knew how to get a second one because I wanted Javante, obviously. I think I took Javante before my second running back, actually, and then I turned around and I grabbed uh, Raheem Mostert. I, was I don't have say, much faith Mostert's, in the guy. Yeah, that's solid. I think that's solid. Like, yeah. I'm currently trying to get Mostert for other reasons, but uh, – A dynasty? Yeah, just because oh. I my all my running backs got hurt. But I, I'm trying to get him because I want to have a dude I can play in the meantime while I figure out my bench. And yeah. I think I can get at least a game or two out of him. For sure. But, yeah. And even, like, Raheem Mostert's first week is, what, against the Lions? So, like – We'll get in this later. I don't know about right? that first week. Whoa. We're getting oh, that later. We're getting that later. Or you'll probably it's actually get into it before. I don't know. You'll probably see this before. Well, I don't we know. might when talk we... about him twice because I'm talking about him too. You're not talking. Catch you later. First choice. Favorites. That is then. Fire. Like, comment, share. Fire. Subscribe. Later. <laughs> <laughs>